Praise God. I, I won't be too long. Uh, I know uh, our program is that uh, we wanted to have a time of worship, a kind of concert, but just want to share a few thoughts with you before we leave here today. And I must admit, this is much easier than what I did earlier. <laughs> Amen. This is the Christmas season. And whether you believe that Jesus was born on the 25th of December, it's inconsequential. It doesn't really matter. Whether he was born on the 25th, 24th, 26th, or the middle of June. It doesn't really matter. But we know that he was born, that he came into this world. There was a day, there was a time, and a place that God came into this world. And this is a miraculous event. The grand paradox, the, the great or ultimate contradiction, if you will, that the God of all gods, that the king of glory would become like one of us. He prophesied in the Old Testament. He said that a star, a scepter shall come out of Jacob. And that he would come born of a virgin, the Emmanuel, where the Lord himself shall give you a sign. And this incredible event that took place, this was the greatest event, the greatest of anyone that was ever born to come into this world. One that what we would call the king of glory. And the Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 1 and verse number 18 that the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. Or in other words, the birth of Jesus came in this particular set of circumstances. Where he was somebody that was so worthy that his birth should have been proclaimed and announced throughout all of the land. It, would have been, it should have been a birth and an arrival befitting uh, the greatest monarch that ever lived. Where they would have had uh, all of the kings and the royalties around the world come to pay homage to this great one. He should have been born with, with opulence and wealth. And he should have had one of those, perhaps a golden crib. He would have had Noah's Ark and the animals painted all along the nursery where he was born and and he would have had, you know, those mobiles that babies have, but instead of electronic, it would have been real doves flying above him. It should have been a birth befitting the greatest king. But the Bible tells us the birth of Jesus was on this wise. It was, it was filled with, with problems. When God decided to come into this world, it was filled with trouble, with difficulty. In fact, if you continue to read Matthew 1 and 18 and 19, it says that Joseph, who was engaged to Mary, was wanting to put her away, but not publicly, privately. Because you could have just imagined the conversation when Mary came up to Joseph and say, uh, listen, honey, um, I know we're engaged, but I'm pregnant. Uh, and, uh, and Joseph said, you're pregnant? We haven't even been married. And, and she said, well, you're not going to believe this. But uh, it's, it's of the Holy Spirit. It's of God. And obviously Joseph didn't believe her because he was already intending to uh, end this espousal, end this engagement. Until the angel of the Lord visited Joseph to tell him the story that, 
that yes, what she had within her womb was in fact of a miraculous conception. Amen. This, this was a, a situation that was steeped in intrigue, in brokenness, in, in all kinds of trouble. And, and as it happens, as she was due to give birth, that there was a tax that was called by Augustus Caesar. And you know the story. They had to travel back to their home, to their land of nativity in the, in the town of Bethlehem. And because they had to pay their taxes. And this also included a census. And when they went, they could not find any lodging because everybody else, every other Bethlehemite had gone back for the same occasion. And so the Bible tells us that they were, had to find a place because there was no room in the end. And evidently, it would have been perhaps in a stable of some kind where animals were kept. They didn't have a crib. They didn't have a golden uh, a kind of... Uh, of a bed to, by which to lay this child, but they put him in the manger, the Bible says, in swaddling clothes. And, and only, there was no pomp or ceremony that was due to somebody so great. There was only perhaps some shepherds that were told about this, the birth of the king. There was, there was no grand uh, understanding, but there were wise men from the east who understood, who had knowledge of the truth of who was born. Amen. And so they came. And, and what the star of Bethlehem was, we don't really know. We're not really sure. Some experts believe it could have been an alignment of planets or it could have been a supernova that was perhaps dying out. And in its final gasp of brilliance, it shone for many days, if not months or, or even almost a year. But they found him. And to make matters worse, King Herod wanted to kill this supposed threat that a king was born that could dispose that depose him from his throne and so he ordered every child to be killed every child would be killed under the age of two and and God stirred up Joseph and awoke him to go and travel and take his young family to Egypt amen the birth of Jesus was on this wise it he came into this world he was born in a set of circumstances they were terrible, they were not comfortable, they were inconvenient. They were downright threatening to their very lives. And yet this is exactly the situation that God decided to be birthed in, that God would come into this world. And I've simply come to leave you with the simple message of this Christmas time. That it doesn't matter the circumstances in your life. That regardless of the brokenness in your home, in your family, regardless of the pandemic, that we we're in a situation that we're in, I've come to tell you the most important thing is that God can dwell in the midst of us. Amen. Please don't underestimate the power of the presence of God because he prophesied that the Emmanuel would be born. That's his title. The title means that God is with us. And I've come to encourage somebody that even if he doesn't deliver you, even if he doesn't give you what you want, even if you still got to stay in that circumstance that you're in, the most powerful thing for us to understand is that God is with us oh 
hallelujah, I want you to know we're always looking for an exit. We always want an escape from our troubles. We want God to deliver us here and now. But I want you to know that no matter how tough life gets, it's not going to stop God from walking with us, being with us. The Christ, the incarnation, it means, it reveals that God is present in our midst. He said, I'm never going to leave you alone. I'm always going to be with you. David said, if I, if I make my bed in hell, thou art there. If I ride the wings of the morning, behold, thou art there. There is nowhere that you could be that God is not present with you. And if there's some present that you could take this morning with you in this Christmas time, is that God is with you always. Hallelujah. I, I'm finished. I'm just about done. Musicians, come back. <laughs> Praise God. You should have stayed. <laughs> Amen. The Christ means that God, the Christ, the word Christos in the Greek means the anointed one, the anointed body, the anointed flesh that God would inhabit by which he would become one of us and walk with us. And ultimately go to the cross to die for our sins. The Bible tells us that he was tempted in all points like we are. He experienced everything that we could humanly possibly experience by way of, of morality and temptation. And the Bible says that he did not sin. Over and above God's power to heal and to deliver and to provide, what makes this Christmas story so powerful is that He's saying to us, His presence is enough. Even when you stumble, even when you have difficulties in life even if and thank God for that testimony of God's healing power he's a healer but he can't heal us everything of everything otherwise we're going to live for 500,000 years I don't know until he comes we got to go someday he won't heal us of everything he's not going to give you everything that you want even though he will provide if you ask him but sometimes he'll say no. And what is more powerful than anything else, and what we need more than anything else, is a revelation and an understanding that no matter what, God is with us. He said, that's all you need. All you need to know is I'm with you. That in your last moments when you think you can't make it, you don't have enough energy to take one more step, God said, I'll step in and I'll help you through this. Oh, and here's the good news, brothers and sisters. Here's the good news. That even though Jesus, after he was resurrected, he was buried, uh, he was crucified, buried, and resurrected from the dead, he rose up and ascended into heaven. We almost feel like, well, we feel like that God is gone. No. He said, the body's still here. He said, I've still got a body. The presence of God is still in this world. You know what the body is? Right here. 
this is the presence of God then the body of Christ is still here and no matter what you're going through you just got to get to the body if you can stand side by side with your brother and say I don't know how I'm going to get through this brother Greg sister Gina I don't know how I'm going to manage here we've got a message for you you just come with us you stand with us you walk with us I'm going to stand by your side God may not give me the revelation for the answer for your life. I may not be able to help you. I may, I, I don't have, we don't have enough learning to be able to help folks. You, you can spend all you want on Google, on PubMed, and learn all of that. Be, look up Dr. Google for your, your troubles, and you will not find the answer. But I do have something that I believe is more powerful than anything else, in that I am able to just stand with you. This is what Christ is all about. It's about his incarnation, his presence. He's being with us. You don't have to have the answers to your friend's problem, to your family's problem. But if you're willing to say, I'm going to be with you, I'll stand with you. I'll walk this life together with you. We will live this life together. Oh, I'm telling you, Christ is born. That means God is here. I think it is so true, Brother Paul, that a burden shared is a burden halved. Just get here. I know we don't all look alike. I know we don't have the same taste of music. Some of you like my singing, some of you didn't. That's okay. I don't intend to sing very every week. I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. But I am so much stronger together with you you and I are so much stronger together yeah we're, we're, we're gonna tread on each other's toes sometimes yeah we won't always see eye to eye about things did man land on the moon no idea who cares what matters is that we are family my my son is not if he just because he can't do something doesn't mean oh uh, you I'm gonna kick you out I'm sorry you should have learned to drive by now. <laughs> yeah. no. We're family. Incarnation. That's a fancy word that comes from the, 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 the Spanish word. You see, carne in Spanish is what? Meat. Flesh. Incarnation. means that God came in flesh to be with us, to dwell with us. The Bible says, Ezekiel, the prophets sat where they sat. Jesus sat where we're sitting today and he's present with us but even if you can't feel him we're here with you the church is the incarnation of God hallelujah would you stand to your feet uh? glory to God thank you Lord we got to stop. I'm not going to call for an altar today, but I wonder if we could pray where we are, where you're standing. Pray together with your family. If you can, hold hands, lay your hand upon the shoulder of the person next to you if it's appropriate. If it's only family. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever your needs are, whatever the trials 
difficulties of life that you're facing, it will not, it will not preclude God from being present in your life and in your family. He said, I am with you always. He said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. He said, he's a God, the Bible says, that's not afar off, but he's right near at hand. Oh, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Father, we bring our hearts before you today as we pray together as a family. Lord, we recognize your presence. We recognize, Lord God, that you are with us every day, every moment, that you hold our hand, that even at moments where we can't, we can't perceive you, we can't ascertain your presence, Lord God. Yet, Lord, we know that you are present in the church. We sense your presence here today in the body of Christ where your spirit dwells. Lord, we're asking you right now that you would touch our hearts, that you would open our minds, that, Lord, we would come to a revelation of your nearness, of your closeness, and, Lord God, in the power and encouragement that we receive from knowing that you are with us, from recognizing, Lord, your abiding presence by virtue of your Holy Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for the gift of the Holy Ghost, the gift of your presence. The greatest present is your presence. Lord, we thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit of God that flows. Hallelujah, that's in this house. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Would you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost for a few moments today? begin to pray in the spirit Christ is born he's present he's here he's united with us he's reconciled the lost world to a knowledge of him oh we feel your presence today Lord God yes Lord we pray for every need right now we pray for everyone that has need, Lord God, we ask you that you would meet that need, that you would strengthen and provide, that you would heal and deliver. We claim your healing virtue to flow. We claim power to be released right now. Come on, lift your voices. Whatever your needs might be. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we commit our hearts to you, Lord, today. Lord, we walk by faith. We walk with our invisible God. We resolve with a faith that's reinforced in our hearts and minds, Lord God, that you're walking with us as we walk with you. We draw near to you as you draw near to us. In Jesus' name, would you clap your hands one more time as we praise with this song. Hallelujah. If you need healing in your body, if you need something from God, you're welcome to come to this altar if you need to, but we're not going to do a major altar call. But if you want something from God, you need the gift of the Holy Ghost, He can fill you today as this team leads us in worship and praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. to lift your hearts to God. Lift your voice to God. He's my 